The day of unleavened bread had come, the day on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover meal for us, that we may eat it. They asked him, Where do you want us to make preparations for it? He said to them, Listen, when you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house he enters, and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, already furnished. Make preparations for us there. So they went and found everything as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover meal.
God is light in whom there is no darkness at all. Christ is the light of the world. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and we love darkness rather than light. Let us pray together. Beloved, life is a banquet overflowing from the heart of your dance of love. On this night, Jesus is now ash from the lover's fire. Christ alone remains, who invites all to the table, spread upon the sea of generosity. The soul is free, supremely free, in the stock, in all her branches, and all the fruits of her branches. Nothing but sweet flowing wine remains, and the soul says, 
Drink this, all of you. This is my lifeblood, a joyous covenant from which flows forgiveness and life renewed. Remember, you can be no less for me. Amen. Now the feast of the unleavened bread, which is called the Passover, was near. The chief priest and the scribes were looking for a way to put Jesus to death, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, who was one of the twelve disciples. Judas went away and conferred with the chief priest and officers of the temple police about how he might betray Jesus to them. They were greatly pleased and agreed to pay him well. So Judas consented, and he began to look for an opportunity to betray Jesus to them when no crowd was present. The true light was coming into the world, but the people loved darkness rather than the light. When it was evening, Jesus sat at the table with the twelve disciples. And while they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. They became very distressed and began to say to him one after another, Is it I, Lord? He answered, He who has dipped his hand in the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him. But woe to the one by the whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one not to have been born. Judas, who betrayed him, said, Is it I, Rabbi? He replied, You have said so. True light was coming into the world but people love darkness rather than light.
Imagine, if you will, the fear in the upper room, the terror, the worry, even the anxiety. Earlier in the week on Palm Sunday, one of the gospel writers said that when Jesus arrived, the entire city of Jerusalem was shaken. The word in Greek is seismos. It's the same word for earthquake. It was a seismic event. By the time we get to Thursday evening, in this upper room, where bread and wine will be served, imagine the fear the terror, the anxiety. And yet, in the midst of all of that, Jesus offers his friends an invitation to be reminded of God's ongoing and eternal love in that place. All in that night, even the betrayer were welcome. The same is true here in this place. Would all rise in body or spirit? Let us pray. The beloved is with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the heavens. Let us give thanks. We gratefully lay our open hearts and minds and bodies in gratitude and praise. It is truly right and good and joyful to give you thanks, all holy God source of life and fountain of mercy, you fill us and all creation with your blessing and feed us with your constant love. You redeem us in Jesus Christ and knit us into one body. Through your spirit, you replenish us and call us to fullness of life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with the faithful of every generation, we lift our voices with all creation as we sing.
Blessed are you, gracious one, creator of the universe and giver of life. You form us in your own image and call us to dwell in your infinite love. You give the world into our care that we might be your faithful stewards and show forth your bountiful grace. Yet you never cease to care for us and prepare the way of life for all people. Through Abraham and Sarah, you call us into covenant with you. You deliver us from slavery, sustain us in the wilderness, and raise up prophets to renew your promise of life. may be seated. We remember that on the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord took bread and blessed it and broke it and said, this is my body given for you. As often as you eat of this, all of ye, do this in remembrance of me. And in like fashion, Jesus took the cup from the table he poured it out. He gave thanks to God for it, and he offered it to his disciples, the best of his friends. And he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. Each time that you drink of this cup, drink deeply and do it in remembrance of me. Remembering Jesus' death and resurrection, we now present to you, for you from your creation this bread and this fruit of the vine. By your Holy Spirit, may they be for us the life of Christ. Grant that we who share these gifts may be filled with the Holy Spirit and live in union with you as Christ's body in the world. Bring, Bring us, us into, into the, the everlasting, everlasting heritage of, of your daughters and sons, that with Paul and Julian and all your saints, past, present, and yet to come, we may praise your name forever. Let us proclaim the mystery of our faith. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Bless all of us in our eating and drinking at this table that our eyes may be opened. And, and we, we may, may recognize the Christ in our midst and in each other. Through him, with him, in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, almighty God, forever and ever. Come.
come and eat, all is ready. These are the gifts of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God.
Christ, Lord of the feast, we give you thanks for once again feeding us at this table. Like the bread and fish never exhausted, your love is never diminished by our need. For the love that feeds our souls, we offer you access to our deepest heart. Give us as you have given yourself to the world in love. sung a hymn, they walked out to the Mount of Olives, and Jesus said to his disciples, This night you will all become deserters because of me. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. And Peter said to him, Though they all become deserters because of you, I will never desert you. And Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this very night, before the cock crows the dawn, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I must die with you, I will never deny you. And all the others said the same thing. Then Jesus went with them to a garden called Gethsemane. The true light was coming into the world, but the people loved darkness rather than light. When they had arrived at Gethsemane, Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter, James, and John. Jesus began to be very distressed and agitated. And he said to them, I am deeply grieved even to death. Stay here and keep vigil with me. And going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. He came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Watch and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to say to him. He came the third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping? It is enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. See, my betrayer is coming. No sooner had he said this, that Judas arrived, and with him there was a crowd of soldiers, chief priests, scribes, and elders, carrying swords and clubs. Now Judas had given all of them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and take him away under guard. So Judas went up to Jesus and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. 
Then they seized Jesus and arrested him, and all the disciples deserted Jesus and fled. The true light was coming into the world, but the people loved darkness rather than light.
After the crowd seized Jesus, they led him away and brought him to the high priest's house. Peter was following now at a safe distance. When they had kindled the fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter came and sat among them. Then a servant girl, seeing Peter in the firelight, stared at him and said, This man also was with him. But Peter denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. A little later, someone else on seeing Peter said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, I am not. Then about an hour later, still another kept insisting, Surely this man also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, I do not know what you are talking about. At that moment, while Peter was still speaking, the cock crowed. Jesus turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. The true light was coming into the world, but the people loved darkness rather than light. Now at the feast of the Passover, it was Pilate's practice to set one prisoner free, anyone for whom the people asked. And among the rebels in prison, there was a man called Barabbas, who had committed murder during the insurrection. So the crowd came up and began to ask Pilate to do for them according to his custom. He answered them, do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he realized that it was out of jealousy that the chief priests had handed him over. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas for them instead. Pilate, wanting to release Jesus, addressed them once more. But they shouted, crucify, crucify him. A third time he said to them, why, what evil has he done? I have found in him no ground for the sentence of death. I will therefore have him flogged and then release him. But they kept urgently demanding with loud shouts that he should be crucified, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate gave his verdict that their demand should be granted. He released Barabbas, whom they asked for, the one who had been put in prison for insurrection and murder, and he handed Jesus over as they wished. The true light was coming into the world, but the people loved darkness rather than light.
After Pilate handed Jesus over, the soldiers led him into the courtyard of the palace, the governor's headquarters, and they called together their entire brigade. And they dressed him in a purple cloak, and after twisting some thorn branches together, they put it on his head to wear like a crown. They began saluting him, yelling, Hail, King of the Jews. They struck his head with a reed, spat upon him, and knelt down in mock worship of him. After paying false homage, they stripped him of the purple cloak, and they put down his own clothes back on him. They let him out to crucify him. The true light was coming into the world, but the people loved darkness rather than light.
So they took Jesus, carrying the cross. He went out to what is called the place of the skull, which in Hebrew is Golgotha. There they crucified him. Loving and gracious God, we sit in the darkness of evening. We sit in the darkness. At times it seems that the darkness, there is no light. At times it seems that the love genuine is failing, that the gift of love in the world is rejected. And yet we gather in hope in the hope that there is light in the midst of darkness, that the darkness is not the last word, that indeed the light overcomes the darkness. 
And so give us that hope as we go forth into this evening and help us in all the times of darkness to claim that the way of the cross is the way of life. Amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made through him, and in him no thing that was ever made was not made. In him was the light of all peoples and the light in the darkness. And the darkness shall never overcome it. As this light shines before us, let us go forth into the darkness of this night and may this light be with us in all those times of darkness, knowing that the will of God is only love and peace, and ultimately that all will be drawn to God. Amen.